This is the PR Podcast, a show about how public relations helps you tell your story to the world. We talk with great PR practitioners who have the skills, creativity, and just plain savvy to get their clients noticed. Now here's your host, Jody Fisher. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the PR Podcast. I'm Jody Fisher. Thanks for joining us. We took a week off last week for the Thanksgiving holiday. We're sorry if you missed us last week, but we hope you did have a good Thanksgiving with whoever you celebrated with and that everyone in your life is safe and healthy. We want to keep it that way. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, we want to start this week's episode by saying thank you to all of our guests who have been on the show up to this point. Each of them are really important people to me, and they've played an indispensable role in getting us off the ground and starting to grow our PR podcast community. So we want to thank them for that, for sharing their expertise, sharing their time, uh, and, and hope that they continue to listen, that you all continue to listen, and that we continue to share the information and trade the ideas here on the show. We have seen tremendous growth in our audience, and so we want to say thank you to all of you as well. Our downloads from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more are just through the roof. We love all the feedback that we get on the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram pages. Please keep those questions and that feedback coming. And we promise you that the long-promised YouTube channel that we'll, uh, we've been talking about will be here before the end of the year, so please do stay tuned for that. This week, we want to do another Q&A episode and talk a little bit about what goes into running public relations, running a PR campaign, or just engaging in the practice of public relations, either on behalf of an organization you're working for, or maybe on behalf of a client. For that, we're going to turn to the public relations community on Reddit, a great place to share information on public relations. We've picked out some questions and some threads that we found there, and I'm just going to read through them and give you my impressions of those conversations. We'll see where it takes us. So here we go. So our first question from Reddit comes from, oh, that's a complicated name, Eric... K-U-X-X, those are Roman numerals there. Well, in any case, uh, the title of the thread is First PR Job, and he writes that it's my first time working in the PR field, and I would like some do's and don'ts and general tips. I have no former experience in the field, would appreciate the help. What should I do to excel in the field? Well, a few questions there, Eric. Uh, And first off, we just want to say good luck. If you're getting into this thing, this is not an easy uh, industry to get into, to break through in. There's lots of different people with lots of different approaches to PR. And so I think the most important thing is that you've got to find the, uh, the space of PR or the, the field uh, or the niche that you best fit into. And that means the thing that you're most interested in. Uh, it's like any other job. Don't get into something that doesn't interest you. Um, it's funny. I was just see- watching uh, TV the other night and... Um, uh, there was an early episode of The Office, and uh, Jim, John Krasinski, um, the character Jim, looks straight into the um, camera, and he's talking about how boring his job is. <laughs> about I, I talk to people on the phone about paper and quantities and how much they're going to pay for it, and he's just he's bored out of his mind, right? So don't be Jim in that this scenario. Don't be bored out of your mind just because you think it's what you have to do to get into PR. Pursue the type of PR that most interests you, whether that's, uh, in, in my case, you know, it's something like real estate, construction, uh, healthcare, financial services, higher ed, 
Uh, I've done all those types of things, and those are the types of clients that I represent now. And those areas interest me, right? If those areas don't interest you, don't get into them. Get into something else. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's uh, uh, new media. Maybe it's video games. Uh, maybe it's consumer products. Uh, you know, it can be any industry. Get into the industry you like the most. I would also say that if you're starting out in PR. Start out with either uh, an agency or be in-house somewhere, someone that's willing to be a mentor to you, someone who is going to be willing to spend some time with you, teach you, um, bring you along in the profession. Um, That's a rare person to find. I have found them throughout my career. Uh, I've also found people who have taught me what kind of person I don't want to be as a, as a mentor to others. Uh, so make sure that you find someone who's willing to spend their time helping you grow in the role. Uh, other than that, just pick a place that you uh, like three days out of five. You know, there are always going to be days you don't want to go to work, but that you like three days out of, out of five that interests you uh, and that have good people around you. I think that that's the best advice for getting into your first job in public relations. So, Eric, good luck. All right, here's question number two from Reddit, and this comes from... Uh, Tater Tot 94. Uh, this person writes, I've been at a few PR agencies in the last four years, and I'm thinking come May, after my fifth year of experience, would like to go in-house. I've applied and interviewed for a few in-house roles, never was successful in landing one. For the majority, I didn't have enough experience. Most were asking for five plus years. So for those who have made the switch, what are things should I work on now or achieve in the next six months so I can stand out when I seriously start job hunting? They they write a little bit more, but basically this is about moving from an in-house PR position to an agency position. Um, Every agency is going to have different criteria about the people they hire. Um, You know, some may want someone who is really uh, deep into a niche or an industry or a vertical, right? You think of people, uh, and I think of job listings I've seen over the years where they're hiring a healthcare PR professional or a tech PR professional or a finance PR professional. And, And it's true that each of those areas and many more require some really deep knowledge, not only of the subject matter, but of the reporters and the editors and the publications that cover them. Um, So if you want to get into a a really specific niche role like that, you've got to dig down deep and develop your knowledge in those areas and develop the contact list and the the relationships with the reporters who are covering those, uh, those areas that you want to be involved in. If you're something, uh, you're someone like me who started out in agency PR as more of a generalist because my background was a as a radio reporter, so I was covering different stories every day of the week, um, and I had a lot of different. Uh, I, I I was mediocre in everything, <laughs> and I, I think I kind of still am. Um, you know, I I know a lot about a lot of different places, and then I have a couple areas where I have very specific pieces of expertise just because I've worked in those areas for a while. Um, there are fewer and fewer roles, I think, available for PR generalists. Um, they're out there. They're absolutely out there. And I'm one of them. Um, but more and more, I think that agencies are going after 
individuals are going after hires that have really deep knowledge and really developed contacts in a specific niche area, whatever that area is that they want to develop because that's their business plan, right? And 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 part of making yourself an attractive cl- uh, candidate uh, at any agency is figuring out what the agency wants to do. What's their business plan? And this might be a question you ask in an interview. Hey, what's the five-year business plan for the agency? Where does the agency see the growth in? Um, and, and where does the agency want, where does the agency want to be in five years? You know, you're asking me where I want to be in five years. Where does the agency want to be in five years? Are you developing a particular niche area that I can play a role in? Um, and what is that? Uh, not just why are you hiring me today, but where am I going to be with you in five years? Where's the agency going to be in five years? So, uh, you really need to, to understand that about the agency because that's the thing that's going to meet up the agency's growth and your growth and, and, and make that fit. So I would say that that would be the biggest tip is, is figure out um, what you're interested in, where your strengths lie, and then pair yourself up with an agency that wants to move in the same direction. Great question. All right, let's go on to question number three here. And this is posted by Jazzy Becks. Uh, Resources on learning how to write press releases. I just left news uh, and I now work for an agency that works to prevent underage substance abuse. I really haven't written any press releases before this job and was looking for some help. Books, websites, anything will help. Well, Jazzy Becks, you just left news. Don't worry about writing, uh, writing a press release Um, you know how to write news stories. That's how you need to write press releases. As far as I'm concerned, there are some formatting issues and you can probably Google how to write a press release, come up with a format that works, you know, in terms of a headline and a dateline, you know, there are basic things that go into a press release. You know, the most important thing I think is right up there at the top. It's got to have your contact information. It needs to be at the top, not at the bottom. I always put my contact information at the top. It's one of the first things that a person sees when they read my email. Now, they may go through it so fast that they get to the bottom and they go, who is this person? Well, if they don't, you know, unless they're going to hit reply and they can get right back to me, they can scroll back up and they can find my phone number. It's right there. So having those, um, those items that need to be in every press release, your, your contact information, and also that notification to the, to the reporter who's receiving it about the status of this release. You know, there are different statuses that you put on press releases and pitches and things like that. For immediate release is the most obvious one. But there are things like embargoed releases where you're sending something to someone um, well in advance and you're saying, you know, this is embargoed until such and such a date, such and such a time. You want to put that right up there at the top. Um, then obviously you've got your headline. Sometimes you got a sub headline. Uh, you definitely have a dateline in there. Um, you know, there, there are different ways to write, um, things that are not press releases, things like media advisories, which are usually for event coverage when you want, uh, reporters to come in and cover an event that you're having, whether that's a press conference or some kind of a photo op, etc. Um, and then there are some other, you know, sort of formatting things that go into the different types of media vehicles that you use to send to reporters, whether, like I said, whether that's an advisory, uh, whether it's a release, whether it's a photo caption, a pitch, anything like that, you've got you've to have those basic building blocks. Other than that, you know what to do as a former news reporter. 
and I'm a former news reporter, you put the details at the top, man. You put, you get right to the point. The first paragraph should be one or two sentences, should capture the whole thing. Look, if you can't put it in the subject line, right, and that's the, the key thing, you got to put that thing in the subject line. You got to grab that reporter in the subject line. The reporter you're sending that, uh, that release to, and let's just talk about releases for the sake of the conversation, they're getting... 100, 200, 500 of your emails every day from 499 other people, right? So you got to grab them in that subject line. And what that subject line has got to do is get right to the point, you know, sort of tell the who, what, where, when, why, and how in seven words, um, uh, but also be applicable to what that reporter or editor does, right? Know that who, don't just, don't blast it out. Please don't, 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 don't make giant lists and send it out to 10,000 reporters. They hate that <laughs> and they don't act on it. They do not act on it, right? You've got to send, uh, it can still be a release. Reporters know when they get releases, they don't care. If it's news that they want to cover it, fine, they'll do it. If they don't, they don't. But the idea is don't blast things out blindly, you know, throw a really wide net and just hope that by, you know, sheer numbers, you're going to get some pickup. That's not valuable press. And that's not what really good PR people do. We, I would rather have one great hit that is substantive, that means something to the client, uh, and that achieves the goal that we set out to, to achieve, which is publicity for the thing we're talking about. Um, so don't cast that wide net, really drill down on who you're sending it to, but just tell the story, be the news reporter. You already are Jazzy Bex, tell the story that you need to tell. I think that's probably the best advice on how to write a really good news release. All right. Question number four comes from something five, six, seven, three. And the question is, who hires public relations agencies? They write that I can't seem to find much information on this behind a few, beyond a few case studies that I assume are likely not representative of your average clients, and even those seem very mixed. What's the typical buyer demographic? What's the most common industry who buys these services? Um, you know, a little commentary, not a terrifically formulated question, but I thought this was an important uh, topic to uh, talk about. Because this talks to who can benefit from a public relations campaign, from public relations work. And I really think that's everybody. Um, there is a lot of discussion in the public relations community and in the marketing community, the advertising community about, about brand building. Uh, and what, what publicity means, what brand building means, what advertising means. And I really think it's, it's all a little bit of the same thing. You know, if you have one of those Venn diagrams, right? And the Venn diagrams are sort of the, the overlapping circles, right? Where one circle overlaps another and, and uh, you've got, you know, apples and, and pears and, you know, they're both fruits or whatever, that kind of thing. Um, I really think that public relations, advertising, marketing, um, you know, digital um, th things like um, uh, online uh, ad buys um, or or um, uh, keyword advertising. That's the, that's what I was searching for there. Keyword advertising uh, or keyword buys, things like that. They all overlap. They all do the same thing, which is build your brand, build your who you are. Right? Tell the world who you are now. 
Some of those vehicles have a really specific goal, right? They want you to click and buy something. They want you to, or actually go out and make a purchase or sign up or donate money to a nonprofit or buy a ticket to a museum or, you know, take some kind of action. Um, Public relations and publicity more and more, and I think always has, means brand building and means awareness building, exposure, right? It's who we are, it's what we do, and it's why we exist. It doesn't necessarily mean go buy my thing, although the public relations uh, function can actually inspire that activity sometimes. And I've had plenty of times with clients where, you know, we get a hit and, you know, for the next two days, their cash register is ringing. And that's great. That's terrific. Um, But more and more, and I think it's always been this way, public relations is about exposure, It's about telling the world who you are. It's about conveying your story to the people you want to to know who you are. Um, It's it's about widening your funnel, so to to use the uh, marketing or an advertising jargon. It's about widening that funnel and capturing more people, informing more people of who you are, what you do, and why you exist. So who hires a public relations agency? Anybody can. Anybody who wants to, you know, and I, I cringe at this phrase, but it wants to be out there, right? Who wants to talk to the world, who wants to let their marketplace know, we're here, here's what we are, here's what we do, here's why you should be involved in us, with, with us. Um, and you can accomplish that by either hiring an agency, a PR professional like me, or bringing someone in-house to actually do a combination of public relations, communications, maybe social media, you know, website, thing, things like that. But make sure that when whoever you hire, whether it's in-house or whether it's an agency, that you hire someone who, um, who knows how to communicate, who knows how, you, you, you just don't, you don't want someone who's just pulling levers. You don't want someone who's just, you know, oh, we put something on Facebook today. Um, or here, we, we wrote this press release, we posted it on our website and we sent it out to, you know, the info at boxes at all the local papers. That's not a public relations professional. That's not what we do for our clients. And I, and I go back to the earlier question that we had, you know, I would rather have one really good hit, um, you know, send, send out uh, and, and get a hit, get one really good hit with one publication that is going to move the needle, then push, a, push a, a paid news release out to 1,500 outlets and get, you know, that automated report of 179 hits that comes back and, you know, they all disappear from Google the next day. Um, you want to get someone who really knows what they're doing, knows how to tell a story, that former news reporter attitude, the, the person who asked the question earlier, um, you know, and, and I'm a former news reporter. I understand what reporters and editors need to do stories because I used to be one. Uh, and so I always bring that attitude to all of the public relations work that I do for clients. Um, would rather have one really good hit than send out a giant news release to 1,500 outlets and you know, cross my fingers and hope. Um, because that's what's going to get you to where you want to be. That is what's going to uh, grow your exposure grow people's understanding of who you are, what you do, and why they should that why they should love you, why they should be involved with you. So who hires a public relations see? Just about anybody. And of course, if you want to hire me, you can find me on Twitter at Jody Fisher. I'm on all the socials, but uh, Twitter's probably the easiest place uh, to find me at. 
Um, so that's it for this week. It's another great episode in the books. We will be back next week with a new guest. She is someone I know you're going to love, so make sure to check that episode out. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the show, to connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The PR Podcast, and send us a question or a comment. We'll see you next time on The PR Podcast.